0: Well, this is the first Culture Bite of the new year, first of 2020. I hope everybody's having a wonderful time so far. We've had a bit of a break over here at uh, Culture Bites towers, uh, maybe a couple of months, no podcasts, while we've been going through the perils of Christmas and New Year's and uh, getting a new job and a new place to live and things like that. But there are plenty more culture bites to come, dealing with, you know, all sorts of issues in culture, language, and um, things like that. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let me know. And thank you to those who have been there over the Christmas period through some difficult times too. Peace out. In February 1964, four young men from Liverpool went on stage on an American TV show and played a few songs. 73 million people, one in every three Americans, watched it live. Within two years, the band was so huge that people would scream and cry and pass out at their concerts. The audience was so loud, the band couldn't even hear their instruments. The band was the Beatles, and America was addicted. Even Jesus couldn't compete. I'm Adam, and this is Culture Bites, a noisy bite into the apple of culture. To this day, the Beatles are Britain's greatest cultural export. Sure, Manchester United is a big deal, and Doctor Who and Sherlock Holmes get onto pretty much every TV everywhere, but nothing quite hits the level of the Beatles. There's even a name for how crazy their fans were. Beatlemania. How long do you think Beatlemania will last? As long as you all keep coming. The story is well known. In 1957, aged 16, John Lennon had a band called The Quarrymen. The 15-year-old Paul McCartney joined, followed soon after by George Harrison. Three years later, they had their first full-time drummer, Pete Best. Pete changed for Ringo, and the Beatles never looked back. Now, watching the Beatles on TV, it seems pretty tame by today's standards. These four geeky guys grinning under their floppy hair. It's not maybe what you'd call cool. But in the early 60s, this was pretty groundbreaking. The babies born after World War II were becoming adults, and they were thirsty to consume something new, something exciting. Then the Beatles came, the first boy band, each playing a different part. You had John, the moody one, Paul, the bright and smiley one, George, the exotic one, and of course, Ringo, the goofy one. Actually, Ringo is my best friend's cousin. They look really similar. And uh, my friend also has a pretty bad sense of timing. The Beatles were never the most highly talented musicians, but they were an absolute reservoir of ideas. John and Paul became the most successful writing partnership in history. George Martin, often known as the Fifth Beatle, produced recording innovations that kept the songs fresh and alive. The Beatles never, ever got boring. They were only together for 10 years, but are the biggest selling band in history. On one day in 1964, Beatles songs were numbers 1, 2, 3, 4 and 5 in the American pop chart. They had seven more songs in the top 100. No one else has ever come close. In the middle of the 1960s, the band started getting frustrated with the ecstatic crowds. How could anyone hear the music if people were screaming all the time? Life on the road was becoming tiring. The band was being mobbed everywhere, treated like gods. What a pain in the arse. There are two more recent examples of modern day fan mania that I can think of. In January 2019, a YouTube star called James Charles went to Birmingham, England, to open a makeup store and a shopping centre. 8,000 people tried to get in to watch. They flooded the streets and stopped the cars. The police had no idea what to do. They never even heard of this guy, and neither have I. It happens in China too. In 2016, the pop star Lu Han, who made it big in Korea and now seems to have put his face on basically every product in the shops, took a photo next to a post box on the Bund in Shanghai. Before long, hundreds of fans were lining up to touch the post box. The paint started wearing off. One day in London in 1966, a reporter was talking to John Lennon about religion. He was talking about how Christianity was getting less important in English society and said these words. Christianity will go, it will vanish and shrink. We're more popular than Jesus, unquote. In England, the word swept by like a leaf on the wind. But a few months later, when someone reported it in America, everyone went bonkers. Then we urge you to take your Beatle records, pictures and souvenirs to the pick-up points about to be named. And on the night of the Beatles' appearance in Memphis, August 19th, they will be destroyed in a huge public bonfire at a place to be named soon. America was and is much more Christian country than England. About 75% of Americans are Christian nowadays, but less than 60% of English are Christian. These numbers were higher in the 60s, And in America, they felt pretty strong about it. Was John Lennon comparing himself to Jesus? Was he saying he was better or more important than Jesus? How many people have built buildings in the name of Christ? And what have people done for the Beatles? What have they done for us? I think simply uh, on the basis of statistics and fact, uh, his statement is untrue. Well, no one is more popular than Jesus. Well, I think I think the Beatles are a real talented group, but I think that they need to watch what they say because they're in such a position that a, a lot of... T- John t- tried, tried to explain, really of- tried to apologise. You know, you- I'm not saying that we're better or greater or comparing us with Jesus Christ as a person or God as a thing or whatever it is. You know, I would just said what I said and it was wrong or was taken wrong and now it's all this. But it was too late. The next US tour was a nightmare with protest by angry Christians following them than, uh, to each venue. ...Jesus himself and the Ku Klux Klan being a religious order is going to come out here the night that they appear at the Colosseum here and we're going to demonstrate with uh, different ways and tactics to stop this performance. Stop. We're known as a terror organization I think About we have... A terror organization? We have ways and means to stop this if uh, this is going to be the case, yes. Uh, what, uh, what ways and means? Well, I don't want to say this, but uh, there'll be a lot of surprises uh, Monday night, I believe, when they get here. Once a firecracker was set off on stage, and for a moment they thought John was shot. On top of that, the screaming continued, and uh, the band were pretty irritated. George wanted to quit. The compromise was to stop touring and just make songs in the studio, which of course they did very well. John never said the Beatles were bigger than Jesus, He said, we're more popular than Jesus now. And he didn't mean anything big-headed about the Beatles. He meant that religion was becoming less important. But history remembers something quite different. That the Beatles were big. How big? Well, bigger than Jesus. Culture Bites is written and made by me, Adam Hutchins. You can find more on my WeChat page, just search for Culture Bites.